Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat Podcast. Hey, Oddballs, welcome to the 10th episode of the Odd and Offbeat podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-bustling Louis Fox. Hell yeah, I'm bustling. I don't know what that means. I'm bustling at the seams. I put on some weight. (laughs) Not only is it our 10th episode, which is celebratory, but we thought we would celebrate with our 10th episode by bringing in our very first guest podcast person yeah he was a hit uh, on our last episode yeah we had him via phone now we have him via in person and that is our very <laughs> via <good>. in person <laughs> we have him via cardboard cutout <laughs> we have the my good friend louis good friend mr steve hamilton it's nice to be here in person so steve is a comedian he is a magician i've toured uh not only have I done theaters with Steve, I've also toured Thailand with him. <laughs> we played all the big. We played the Medellin, but we played Medellin Falls. Oh yeah, yeah. which is a which is a town in Washington. When we really stopped, when Medellin we, Falls. When we stopped to ask direction in Medellin, we said, "Is this Medellin Falls?" The guy was indignant. No, <laughs> they had a sign on the uh, gas station we stopped at Medellin and it had the mayor is and then they had a little sign that said in or out (laughs) well then we uh, we did a show in Medellin Falls and the mayor of Medellin Falls was our sound person nice she didn't give us any attitude she was definitely in (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks not only do we have our first guest appearance here on the show we also have our very first sponsor (laughs) well done uh, and our first sponsor is Equiano Coffee. This is what we had earlier. What did you guys think? That was their Vietnam blend. It was delicious. You added some whiskey and some Kahlua to uh, spicing it up a little bit. Yeah. When I think Vietnam, I think whiskey and Kahlua. <laughs> uh, so just a little bit about Equiano Coffee. Uh, Equiano works directly with farms to bring single varietal coffees to people around the United States. You can buy their coffee online at Equiano Coffee. Dot com and sort through the different single variety coffee that they have to offer. Or you can visit their tasting location in Eugene, Oregon, yeah. which is awesome. Uh, and if you mention this podcast, you'll get a 10% off on your order. Yeah. I'm going to be driving through shortly. Is it, is it, am, I a, am I a D-bag if I mention my own podcast <laughs> to get the 10% off? <laughs> you you bet- already gave me free coffee. <laughs> Oh, you yeah, you get 5%. <laughs> oh, you're actually in the podcast? 3%. 7% more. You can sip coffee roasted by one of the premier coffee roasters in the U.S. That's Equiano, E-Q-U-I-A-N-O, coffee.com. And they have some awesome wooden stickers. There's one on my laptop right there. Yeah, So, and they are, they're amazing coffee. So thanks for being our first sponsor. And uh, check them out, equianocoffee.com. So uh, I wanted to ask you, you've been performing almost as long as I've, we've known each other 17, we've known each other for 17, 15, 17 years. And uh, so you've done thousands and thousands of shows. Can you tell us what your worst show ever was? You mean today? I mean, besides (laughs) the hour long setup to get your microphone (laughs) hooked up. You know, this, here was, uh, it wasn't actually a professional show. Um, I was at a... Uh, none of them are professional yeah, shows. None of, yeah, I never do a professional show. <laughs> <laughs> I give those people what they pay for. Uh, my worst experience, I was doing... I was at a... Um, I was at Club Med with my wife. 
and uh, I knew a few magic tricks and I uh, I was gonna do um, like they had like a like a talent show um, so let me get this straight so they they just randomly grabbed whoever was at Club Med to for the talent show have you been to Club Med they randomly grab everybody it's <laughs> part they, of the part of the package it's it it all it's all inclusive resort it was it was, it was a different time. I wanna, <laughs> if I were to check out Club Med I have to get a time machine that's it <laughs> this is true it's like a very uh, early 80s thing I right? believe I believe the only way you have to do the hot tub uh, time, time machine <laughs> to get back there to, to get involved in that sort of thing it was just I. I said, yeah, I'll, you know, here, let me do. It feels I, like vacation Amway. <laughs> it, it, I know. Yeah, here, Club Med. That's like a pyramid scheme, right? It was like you bring three people. <laughs> you get three people under you. By the time you have seventy-three people under you, free vacation. That's it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's the vacation version of the coffee punch card. <laughs> I had no idea what I was doing, and the worst part, really, the worst part, was after it was done, and I was sort of like, sort of backstage. My wife came back. And uh, I was, you know, sort of just standing there and she just looked at me with just, just pity. And she just went, it wasn't that bad, <laughs> which, was which is worst. a lot for your wife to say, to be <laughs> honest, like, yeah. if you know, uh, Steve's wife, <laughs> <laughs> she criticizes she, me during the show. Yeah, she is the first to let you know how horrible it is. <laughs> it must've been really bad if she was like oh, trying to cheer you sympathetic. up. Oh, oh it was, wow. It was bad. That's how bad it was. <laughs> All right. Wow. Okay. So, uh, any other like horrific experiences during a show, like uh, you know, someone dying or heart attack or? I've been at a fair. I, I think I've been there maybe three or four times. I I was a, a paramedic and a firefighter before, and I had a lady collapse in front, right in front of while I was doing the show, and uh, she had diabetic and stuff. So, but so we figured it out. Uh, and then a, um, Wait, did you halt the show? Were you like, like, did other people see her fall down or think, was it just you? And you're like a, zeroed in on her. And... I think the audience said, let's see where this is going. Maybe... <laughs> They're like, this is much more entertaining wow. than what we've been watching. <laughs> well, I don't know how he's going to make a card trick out of this, but let's this see is where... a very elaborate <laughs> duo act. And then, and then there was a, uh, um, a guy that that was doing a strolling act guy that fell, uh, broke his arm again. I like was right in front of me and I assisted. And then the wacky part was I was just over standing by a stage by my stage, getting ready for the, um, my uh, second show and somebody collapsed in the bathroom and they didn't go to the first aid station. They ran to, to the stage and they go, Hey, there's somebody unconscious in the bathroom. Because they knew you were a paramedic. Yeah, it's, it's just like it, that all happened in one day. It was Steve, like, <laughs> Steve's the grim reaper of magic shows. Is that how you put Like how he sells his show. He's like, not only will I do a magic show, I do uh, you voluntary got, CPR. You got more kills than the guy who shot bin Laden. <laughs> there you go. Hey, did that? How how that show go? Did he kill? And he goes like almost like two or three times. <laughs> yeah. Did you ever, anyone ever become violent with you? Uh, oh my god. Confrontational or? Oh my god. I've been I've been hit, spit on. Um, no, but as a paramedic, not a magician. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. No, nothing there. <laughs> Here's the thing that um, that I found fascinating was not so much as a as a paramedic but when i was a firefighter i worked part time for a shepherd ambulance we would go to a harbor view and take people from the 5th floor to out to a western state so you have a guy driving in and then you'd be in the back with with a uh, patient there was one patient who we we get in the back he was very calm 
and he he told me that he was Jesus Christ and he could grant any wish that I wanted. What? Who knew Jesus Christ oh was my. a genie? I know, and he's insured. <laughs> he didn't. And here's the thing: how you knew he was really Jesus? It wasn't three wishes. He said he could do anything that I wanted. All I had to do was convince the driver to stop and let him outside the <laughs> So of course. my life would have been completely different had I bought this bought this line. I only know so, Jesus was always a little shady. Classic yeah. Jesus move. Can you what is like can you tell me like one of the weirdest things that's ever happened to you or one of the most unusual circumstances or things that you've seen, either performing, being a paramedic, um yeah, just in your life in general. Here's this is interesting. Um, there's an interesting dynamic. Like uh, ninety. Here's just a fun statistic: ninety three percent of people who start a story with "this is interesting" is <laughs> not. It, it doesn't go anywhere. This is interesting. I'm left handed. Did you know that? Left handed. I got married. No, there's. You lose perspective um, as a, a firefighter and paramedic. You tell. Um, they call it gallows humor and stuff. But you, you know, in the when you're at the fire station, uh, relate stories. People will will uh, they'll come back from a call and be like, "Oh, how was that?" It was like, "Oh, this happened," and then people start just telling wacky stories from from uh, different calls and stuff. And the things that you laugh at and whatever decompress. It doesn't really translate well into uh, normal social circles. When uh, my wife and I would go to social functions. People would say, oh, you're a paramedic. I bet you see some wacky stuff. Uh, what's the weirdest thing you've seen? And I can't tell if they can handle this or not. And I look over at my wife, and sometimes she just, like, shakes her head no. It's like, no. <laughs> I love how she reads the room. She does. <laughs> she you reads, read her. She, I read her. I know her. She gives me the, uh, yeah, they're not going to. They're, they're, they're not gonna, ready for this. They're going to stop <laughs> so you halfway awesome. through. That's actually kind of great. Here's Sometimes... She goes, she gives the shrug and she goes, all right, give it a try. <laughs> give, it, give it a whirl, Steve. Here's give it a whirl. And here's the story I tell. I'm working as a paramedic. Uh, we go on a call. The way it works in the Northwest is you have a, the closest fire engine, aid car, whatever it is, and then the closest paramedic. We just happen to be like, I don't know, seconds behind the aid car. We go to this normal looking split level house. They get to the door, they open the door, and a stream, literally a stream of cats, I don't know, a hundred cats come streaming out of this house where it looks like a flood. Oh, my God. And yeah. uh, the, freaks the firemen out. They're sort of like, what's going on? And the um, they go in, and my partner and I then sort of follow in, and we go in, and I call it the Habit Trail House. It is a house... You know, like on hoarders, but yeah. there is just garbage and the whole living room is just stacked with garbage, just stacks and stacks of stuff. And you go in and the fire department uh, guys go and they there's a, a woman there and they start asking, you know, what's the problem? And we turn to the left down the hallway. There's a guy laying halfway in the bathroom, halfway in the hallway. We're hoping that that's the guy. It's like, no, no, not, <laughs> that's still, not. Uh, it's still unclear if that's the reason why you're there. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes no, it's no, not that. We just have a sick cat back there. <laughs> Sometimes it's obvious. Sometimes it's not. So we go down there, and the guy's halfway in the bathroom, and uh, a little bit of blood coming out of his mouth. He's breathing, so we're going to try and sort it out. And this uh, looks like his wife is, is standing in the kitchen, and she's just sort of wringing her hands, and the fire department's trying to get the hey, what's wrong with this guy, you know, what happened? And she's just wringing her hands, and finally she says, just give him a cat, just give him a cat. <laughs> what? Yeah. 
And the fire department's like, what? And by this time, we've sort of got them halfway onto this board. We're going to get them out of this place into a, a, somewhere we can evaluate them. She says, yeah, just give him a cat. He'll have sex with the cats. He won't have sex what? with me. Yeah. We, dro- <laughs> we dropped the board. <laughs> Boom. The guy fell right down. My partner's just like, yeah, I'm out of here. She's just like, <laughs> he's like, let this dude die. She's went, like, no, they're, 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 they're prescription cats. It's cool. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's like, oh, I see the cat saw the cat's like an opportunity. It's like, I'm out of here. Yeah, <laughs> freedom. I'm out of Shawshank. <laughs> we should have. We should have seen the. Uh, out of John Shank. Yeah, with <laughs> yeah, the whole thing. Here's the the worst part. Just as we're hauling this guy out. <laughs> Here's the worst part. part. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Not the guy banging, banging <laughs> tibbles. <Hook it> up <laughs> with... <laughs> Mittens. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Obviously, the... What? I love how the wife has stayed with this guy. <laughs> he won't fuck me, but he'll fuck these 90 cats. <laughs> Pussy's pussy. Right? I know, right? <laughs> these people are older. The, um, uh, obviously, I don't know, uh, 22, 23-year-old looks like son and daughter then she's like the ladies the daughter's wearing like a Safeway thing she like rushes into the house and she's like oh my god what's happening was like really (laughs) (laughs) like they're surprised that's exactly (laughs) they're like we have to explain this to you like this this fetish didn't happen overnight yeah (laughs) the place was immaculate when I left what happened I was just here three days ago cleaning they had nine dogs mittens what happened to mittens he was into fucking dogs a couple days ago he was obsessive compulsive the whole place was spotless don't tell me about the goldfish this has happened this made a bad you ever seen a man fuck a goldfish I have you can't unsee some things (laughs) you can't Uh, all right you guys want to get into our first story (laughs) (laughs) nice segue (laughs) it's the odd and offbeat podcast let's get to some weird stuff all right this story comes from miamiherald.com a source more reliable than a dentist you found on craigslist (laughs) and this guy there's a picture of the man that is the the focal point of this story and he looks like he needs a dentist yes he does (laughs) (laughs) no i think that ship has sailed (laughs) (laughs) i think so this is under the crime category of the miamiherald.com and the title is a homeless south beach artist has no arms period but he stabbed a tourist police say <laughs> i love how just police not the guy who got stabbed <laughs> police are saying he, got, yeah. he stabbed a tourist <laughs> no witnesses say that or the victim story goes jonathan crenshaw you is, know what 90s hip-hop has taught me to avoid anything named crenshaw <laughs> this is true nice i was i used to use waves for directions and when i'd be in an la it'd take you to like weird routes where off the freeway and i would end up in some place and i'm like dude i know this from an easy song and this is not good <laughs> it's it sucks when waves is like get the fuck out of this place i love like a ways is very specific about the things that are happening they're like there's two robbings ahead and there's a they're waiting for they're waiting for your car to come through you know it's bad when it switches from ways to no ways <laughs> uh the story goes jonathan crenshaw is one of those south beach characters you can't help but notice for years the 46 year old homeless man who weighs all of 90 pounds ah. that's how can you be 90 pounds 
You're homeless. You're not eating high on the hog. Maybe arms are, are yeah. most of your body weight. <laughs> I mean, yeah, working out really gets a, it's cut, cut in half. A lot of people don't know that most of your weight is your arms. So for years, a 46-year-old homeless man who weighs all of 90 pounds has painted on canvas on Lincoln Road Mall, drawing the attention of tourists and passerby for his artistic skills. That, Crenshaw is armless and paints using his feet probably has much to do with the attention he gets. I'm curious if the paintings are good. You know, you've seen like the elephant paint at the zoo and you're like, dude, that's a sh- bad painting. And you're like, oh, an elephant did it. You're like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah, right? I'll buy that for $500. Yeah. I would definitely buy a painting from a man who painted with no arms. If he just <laughs> did picture, all his pictures are arms. <laughs> Again, like, the guy, the guy's like bitter. He's like, he goes, yeah, I don't get it, man. That guy just cut off his ear and painted. Come on. <laughs> Let's see him do this. I love all the, like, the people who are sexually repressed. They, like, you know, paint penises or, like, vaginas. It's like this guy just all paints hands. a tree. Yeah, it's like Fingerprints. It's a tree of arms. <laughs> it's a bunch of tur- hand turkeys. Favorite is painting of those, like, the Indian goddess, you know. With all the arms. Yeah. It's, it's, like, the geisha. it's all Vishnu. <laughs> <laughs> Did you say Geisha? I was, like, was it Geisha? I was Vishnu. Vishnu. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You know that goddess Geisha. You remember Geisha? Geisha. He's making stuff okay. up. Now, they gotta, now India has to have a new celebration. It's like, I don't know. A guy, a guy in the so Northwest good. made up a new god. <laughs> now we have to paint with our feet for this festival. Uh, that Crenshaw is armless and paints using his feet probably has much to do with the attention he gets. But on Tuesday, just after midnight, Miami Beach police say that Crenshaw stabbed one of those tourists. Hell yeah. Crenshaw, hell yeah. <laughs> Motherfuckers. Dude. Way to live up to your name, Crenshaw. <laughs> Represent. I'm sorry about this. I just have a reputation. I apologize. <laughs> My people rely on me. <laughs> Crenshaw, police say, used a pair of scissors he clutched with his feet to stab Caesar Coronado, 22. He was visiting Miami Beach from Chicago. You know, like, the guy gets to the hospital, and they're like, what happened to you? And he's like, I got scissored by a dude. And you're like, I didn't know you were a lesbian. <laughs> no, 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 no. She had no hands. <laughs> Ooh, this guy, now the story's okay. getting interesting. Listening, listening. <laughs> I don't know how this guy even got stabbed. I mean, how do you not see that coming? Well, my question is, if you think about it, okay, the guy is stand. So he has no arms, so he's standing, so right? He- so he is standing on one leg holding scissors and stabbing so at the same it, time? So what are you saying that the uh, that the uh, moral of the story is only like piss off uh, artists with no no legs that yeah. they can't chase after you? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, is he on his butt and, and, you know, have both legs in the air? And, and if that's the case, how did this guy get so close to him? <laughs> I know he, he, could, he couldn't be like, hey, come closer, come closer. <laughs> All right, so according to the arrest report, Crenshaw said he was lying down when Coronado approached him and punched him in the head. So Crenshaw, so this guy, so Crenshaw is the person who's being accused of stabbing. Yep. And he was. He, I don't think he did. He, I don't think he's like, I didn't stab him. He's saying the guy punched me and then I stabbed him. Okay. But so he was lying down. Yep. And a, so Crenshaw's report is that Coronado punched him in the head while he was lying down. He stabbed Coronado. You know, there's a lot of things to do in Miami. That's just one of them. <laughs> That's true. I got, I got the flyer for that in my hotel. That's the <laughs> number rat. three thing on TripAdvisor. Punch a bunch of... Swim with dolphins, <laughs> Universal Studios, punch homeless guy. Get a check, Brazilian. Check, check. 
He stabbed Coronado twice, put the scissors back into his waistband. What? And how quickly, did he put his scissors? Yeah, how is that? He, is, is he, he shouldn't be is doing... Is he also a contortionist? He like, should be on Cirque du Soleil, not doing he's street part, art. He's also Gumby. Yeah. <laughs> so he stabbed Coronado twice, put the scissors back into his waistband, and quickly walked off, police say. Of course you'd quickly walk off. He's good at that. You know, the worst part is there's a little mic drop on that. He's <laughs> like... Damn it. <laughs> Miami Beach officers found the victim lying on the ground, bleeding from his left arm. Paramedics took Coronado to Mount Sinai Medical Center. Coronado and his friend Cindy Baranados, 22, and also visiting from Chicago, came upon Crenshaw in the 1600 block of Collins Avenue. Just in case you want to find That's him right. again. Yeah. Like, why is that? Why did they even put that? <laughs> You're like, well, I've got a scissor sharpening business. I need yeah. an endorsement. The 1600 block of Collins Ave is considered the Crenshaw of South Beach. <laughs> both it told, is now. <laughs> both told responding officers that Coronado was just asking Crenshaw for directions when he jumped up and stabbed him. Sir. The moral of the story is always ask for directions an arm's length away <laughs> or a leg's length well, away. There, there's my question is, okay, so you're a tourist. Really, your only option is ask a homeless guy with no arms where something uh, is? The best part is when he goes, oh, it's that way. And you're like, which way? Yeah. Or you ask him, hey, where's a guy? Where, where can a guy wash his hands around here? I mean, how many? Hey, where was, can a guy get a hand job? Yeah. I would love for him to be like, just ama- like have a butterfly knife. And he's like doing like a trick. <laughs> just, just like or nunchucks or something with his only with his feet. Baronados described the attacker as a homeless man with no arms. I like it was not like white guy. I would love to see the lineup. Yeah. <laughs> they bring in nine guys. It takes one a guy, month to assemble nine people with no one arms. One guy's missing a toe. One guy's missing teeth. There's a bald guy. Like, now what? What was the guy missing? All right, hold on just a second. I'm not ready. The the more basic question is, do you think that there are dumb enough questions that somebody asks that they deserve to be stabbed. I, I think so. I think that this asking a homeless guy uh, uh, without arms anything, you pretty much take what you can get. Especially when he's asleep. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me, sir. I usually ask people when they're sleeping. Don't these people have a cell phone? <laughs> Well, they're walking. Maybe they know he's the best guy to, <laughs> best guy to, he'll know the fastest way to get there. That's true. You know, no driving. Yeah, no doorknobs. Yeah, no. <laughs> you know. Every place that you go, you know, it's going to be automatic way in. <laughs> when Crenshaw was apprehended, he told one of the officers he was defending himself. Crenshaw is being held at Turner Guilford Knight Correctional Center on $7,500 bond. Crenshaw's arrest record includes previous offenses dating to 2008 for trespassing, disorderly intoxication, vandalism, and battery on police officers, firefighters, and city code oh, inspectors. That's battery on a police officer. And then they'd be like, dude, it was, a, it was a guy with no arms and stuff. Yeah, but he really insulted my intelligence. Yeah, that cop is not living that down, I, no, I like, imagine. I like in city code inspectors. They're like, yeah, your breaker box, uh, yeah. <laughs> your fuse is not lined up right. How is he as a city code inspector? It's like, the guy's homeless. They're not like yeah. people showing up to yeah. like check his gas. Yeah, I, I believe I'm exempt, sir. <laughs> I haven't paid my taxes since 1991. <laughs> 
In 2011, Miami New Times profiled Crenshaw. The street artist told the weekly paper nothing about how he came to lack arms, but said he was born in Alabama and moved around a lot with his mother. So that tells you all you need to know. (laughs) (laughs) I don't have arms, but I'm from Alabama. So we fill in the blanks ourselves. (laughs) Doesn't take a rocket scientist. If it's not fireworks, it's the moonshot. (laughs) And moved around a lot with his mother, who, he claimed, fed him rat poison. Well, there's that. Who knew? That's not on the box of rat poison. I've looked. It doesn't yeah. say, like, arms fall off. Side effects include I think that's death right in, and losing your arms. It's right in the middle of the Alabama food pyramid. It's rat, the, rat the, rats, the rats enjoyed the arms. <laughs> that's how, the, that's how she got rid of the rats. Fat him, fed him rat that poison. She, the rats fed on his arms. The Problem rats. solved. He also told New Times that he impregnated many women, including pop star... Gloria Estefan, who he said gave birth to 200 of his children. Now, hang on. 200 kids? That guy's got more time on his hands than uh, he has hands. Uh, <laughs> okay. Steve hey, is rubbing so off doing, on you. You're doing my life. I know. Jeez. My question is how do you handcuff the guy when you arrest him? Like, All right, hands up, hands up against the wall. All right, hold on just a second. We got to figure this out here. You know, there's going to be like 13 cop cars just to like yeah. figure out how to take this guy in. We did That's gloss what... over the fact that he impregnated Gloria stuff <laughs> 200 different times. That's why she hasn't put out any hits in a while. I know it's true. She's she was busy. 200 children. I. So how would that work if you had like? octuplets every year i don't think you'd hit 200 no not at all okay so clearly the guy is a little bit crazy right he's a performance artist what he should be doing is getting a blood paintings that's it he should be getting a grant for this stuff okay so essentially the story goes like this one guy the armless man claims that he was punched and he was defending himself against this other man the other two people in the story Claimed that they were just asking directions and he got stabbed. I think the most likely story is drunken guy punched homeless guy. Yeah, yeah. I think so. I mean, like, I think the directions stabbing thing is, I believe, the armless guy. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't bring two hands to a scissor fight. Uh, <laughs> raise your hand all in favor for the guy with no arms. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. Uh, he uh, lives in uh, Miami because everybody wears sleeveless shirts. He just fits well, in. And it is it is funny because he, he is wearing a sleeveless is, shirt I in know. the photo. <laughs> they probably they probably like yeah they probably, they think they tried on like different shirts and stuff. He's like yeah all right let's just go with the sleeveless one. <laughs> all right, I, I'm not gonna lie. His art looks like someone drew it with his foot. Oh really? <laughs> really? It's not. I would think that you know you know because like a lot of people you know when they are missing limbs they have, they have to overcompensate. That's not bad. That's not good. That's dude. You could Holy not do cow. that with your feet at all. That's cool, Wait, man. What are so you talking a, about? That's a picture of the guy drawing, not a picture that he drew. <laughs> it's like, wow, look at that self portrait. It's, it's a picture of like it looks like so like it looks Geometrics. like Venom from Spider Man almost. It's like a face drawn by a seven year old with no arms. <laughs> Wait, so you're you say you're saying a seven year old with no arms can draw better than this guy? Yes, I am. But this guy is busy, man. He's fucking Gloria Stefan all the time. <laughs> he doesn't have time. He doesn't to have energy to take art classes. I think that's not bad. I would buy that. To be honest, like if if I was on my because em- you hate money. Here's how I value thing novelty things is if the guy had two arms, is it good? No. Okay, there you go. I would but not. Here's, here's who should buy that painting. 
the guy got stabbed with his scissors. He would hang that up in his wall and be like, they'd be like, wow, that's an interesting painting. He'd be like, wait till you hear the story. <laughs> this was painted that's by the man that stabbed me. Let me show you the scars and I'll tell you the story. <laughs> this painting comes with scars. <laughs> you know, that guy's not starting out with, this is interesting. <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing is like if I'm going to give someone money who are, is panhandling or doing something, I'd much rather give somebody money who's singing or doing some sort of skill or actually trying as opposed to like just asking. Yeah, for money. but you wouldn't put the wall, the art up on your wall. No, I maybe I would. So what if, what if there was a guy with like the the homeless guys that has like the clever sign who's like, screw it, I just want a beer. Would you like give him a dollar but take his sign and then hang it up? <laughs> maybe, maybe. I mean, we, there's just we, variations. We gotta, of we gotta that. try that. We gotta try and buy by the sign. How by, much, hey, how much for your sign? Yeah. All right, that, that's the contest. All, All right. right. Between now and and next week, you gotta buy buy a authentic homeless, authentic homeless guy sign. What's the most money you've ever given a panhandler? 50 bucks. Wow, 50 bucks. And what was the reason that you gave him $50? Wait, were you related to them? <laughs> yeah, this was my uncle. <laughs> Move out. Here's, it was child here's, support. Here's $50, get out. <laughs> it was for my daughter. <laughs> no, I, I think someone someone had tipped me like $100 at a gig. That's cool. And I was like... Paying it forward. Yeah, and I was like, the gig wasn't that good. Yeah. Like, he felt guilty. It was dirty money. Yeah, yeah. It was. It, I, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm guessing this show is a fifty dollars show, not a hundred dollars. I'm show. guessing the, this is maybe a twenty dollars. And what tip was the gig. reason? You just saw somebody and you were like, "I want to pay it forward," or you? Was yeah, it something was particular of, about this person. No, it's kind of like paying it forward. Uh, I gave twenty bucks to a guy in Salt Lake who had a sign that said, "I'm too ugly to be a prostitute." I'll take any money you can give me. That's fine. I was like, that's a great sign. Here's 20 bucks, dude. That's hilarious. You know? Yeah, I, I don't... Here's a... Uh, this, was a this was a very selfish thing that I did, but I th uh, it's not giving money to homeless people. We were at a restaurant, and there was a bunch of kids that were there for their... Um, prom so there were like cool kids there were cool kids on you know over on the side but there was this like group of like really wacky uh economically <laughs> challenged kind of kids and stuff counting their money before they sat down and everything and uh called the waitress over and i said i'll take their bill whatever they want i'll take their bill and i ended up paying the the bill and stuff um didn't say you know don't tell them it's for me or anything like that and it made me feel good because the uh, reaction from those guys—they were—they like—they couldn't believe that that somebody would do it. And they I, couldn't believe that old Whitey was so nice. That's right. That's right. No, it was—it was—it was a selfish thing that made me feel good. But my um, thought was that at some point that these kids that you know whatever it is they now they totally. got a wacky story yeah, to tell totally. and yeah. stuff so i i don't know like, yeah. you know, like, like here's some 20... some old dude tried to bang us by buying dinner That's right. yeah yeah <laughs> and right. he he yeah. lacked the he waited through. for us in the parking lot <laughs> he, he bought us he bought us dinner but we had to take him to the prom and put out it <laughs> he was... stabbed <laughs> us with scissors <laughs> <laughs> we did not see that coming <laughs> and he, he had no he, arms he had no arms we did not see that coming <laughs> at the beginning of the night when we saw him come in he had arms we knew he wouldn't be handsy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what did we learn? Don't ask for directions from a dude with no arms. That's. I think that that's. I, that's got to be the worst made-up story ever. Yeah. Like, ask directions from a guy, drunk guy. Yeah, that's true. Who's asleep? Yeah. yeah but you know, if you're, if this happened in South Beach, right? Yeah. 
So what? Let's see. You're looking down the looking down South Beach, and you go, okay. I'm not asking anybody in a speedo. Yeah, that's so the that thing. eliminates all those guys except for like the I've guy. been. I mean, I'm in Miami all the time, and there, when you're in South Beach, you don't ask directions. It's just like one long strip. It's not like hey, you go left and right and here. It's like I want to know what of... he was looking for. I want to know what the guy was looking for. He's like, do you know where to get some hands? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, this guy is probably. Oh, sorry, wrong guy. Explore. Do you know where to get some shoes at? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Okay, yeah. So on one level, if I am this man who has no arms and I'm sleeping, do you immediately te- stab somebody when they wake you up? Technically, that, if, he, that, if he's homeless, they they just broke into his house. Yes. No, you know, like I guess is that the natural natural reaction for this man is to if he's woken up to stab somebody? Is that I like don't a, think it is. Otherwise, you have a longer stab record. Yeah. It's no. not a. It's not a reflex. I don't. Well, you think this guy's getting woken up all the time on a regular basis? No, I think this I think guy's he's an not. asshole. <laughs> yeah. well, I think the guy waking him up is just like pestering him. I've got. Look at all the bad jokes we did, and we, he wasn't even here. Just think if the guy was here. Yeah. I mean, I guess. I mean, he is obviously a little crazy. I mean, if he's you know screwing uh, glorious. Is that the woman who got stabbed? Did you, is that the chick who got stabbed? No, no. that was Selena. Oh, okay. Yeah. Definitely. Gloria Estefan, didn't you know, like she have a kid that died on a boat? Yeah, she had two hundred oh, kids. Man. She had two hundred kids. That died <laughs> on a boat. One has, of which died on a boat. Luckily, she has one hundred ninety nine lives. Two hundred kids on the boat. <laughs> How's that, sound, that song go? <laughs> on the boat with Gloria Estefan. <laughs> two hundred kids on the boat. The world's with worst Estefan. road trip. Two hundred kids on the boat. <laughs> All right, so we've learned: don't go to Florida. Yeah, I think that's it. <laughs> That's it for this week, folks. Thanks for listening. For more information and links to every single news story that we talked about today, go to the website oddandoffbeat.com. Yep, it's on the interwebs. Uh, We also, of course, have the weekly meme contest where we post a photo on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, our website, and the best caption uh, wins a awesome prize. Yes, you get a sticker and you get um, all the outtakes of this in a... Tape form. <laughs> is, right, is that what you're going to do? You're going to put it onto a cassette, a cassette tape, tape and yeah. send it to somebody? You get a, you get a prime number of uh, prizes. <laughs> uh, so, of course, send us your weird news stories. Uh, we'd love hearing from you. We'd love hearing your feedback. Uh, any corrections? You want to fact check us? Yeah, my daughter's trying to submit a story in the car today. She's like, you know, there was a Chuck E. Cheese murder in 1983. <laughs> I'm surprised just 1983. I would imagine there's a lot Dude, every okay. single year. I was just in Bremerton, Washington, which is a Navy town. There's a Chuck E. Cheese that has a lunch buffet. Oh, that's amazing. I kind of wanted to go, but who's like, you know what? Time for a power lunch with my Navy buddies. You know where we're going to go? Chuck E. Nice. Cheese. Yeah, right? I think a, Ch- a Chuck E. Cheese murder would be like, so there's like a, a rat trap with a chug <laughs> there and like a chalk line around there. It was like, who... T- I don't know who did this. Or it's, but. it's the murder was from Chuck E. Cheese from the buffet. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
I would love to go in there in in the Bremerton one, which is a huge Navy town. It's just all kids in fatigues. They <laughs> <laughs> got like the American History X like they're military running, haircut. They're running drills through the ball pit. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing bu- push ups in between uh, every banjo song. They all have the high score on Big Buck Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so of course, send us your weird news stories and uh, just uh, say what's up, folks. We love hearing from you, and that's info at odd and offbeat dot com. Where can the people? See see louis fox coming up they can see me at the last chance fair and stampede in helena montana from the 26th to the 28th and then i'll be in wyoming uh, at some fair uh the 30th and 31st you can find the that's the official title some fair i don't remember the (laughs) name (laughs) some random fair sorry random fair (laughs) let me pump up this thing i don't care about at all and i'll be at the fremont county fair in riverton wyoming the 29th and 30th all right. Nice. <laughs> that sounds wow. awesome. We are impressed. <laughs> Look how that brought the show to a skull. Oh, oh. Yeah, well, I'm Riverton, Wyoming. Yeah. I would imagine there's probably two people in Riverton, Wyoming that have ever even listened to a podcast. Yes. Uh, and, and it's both, both of them about mining. <laughs> <laughs> the number one mining podcast. Mining is answers. 1864 to 1867. We talk about mining and Chuck E. Cheese murders from... <laughs> 1983. My daughter will tune in. <laughs> Your daughter is the lone you this listener. Was hot. <laughs> and uh, so, folks, uh, check out funnysteve.com. You can check him out at, and uh, if you want to check out his show and where he's going to be at. But why don't you tell the people where you're going to be at this week, Steve? Well, the uh, I'm going to be at the Auburn uh, Park and Rec uh, show in Auburn. Ooh, Auburn, uh, Washington. I'm going to be doing that too. What day are you doing that? The second. Oh, come okay. tell me you guys are double booked. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, now, where can they catch the, catch the Matt Baker show? <laughs> I'll be doing that Auburn show. I'm opening up for a movie on uh, the 27th. Do you know right. what movie? I think it is like Dolphin Tale 2 or like Jumanji or something. Jumanji's your, solid. Jumanji's good. Jumanji 2 solid. You, you like there is specifically no do too. material for the movie, but like they're totally going to get Well, this I wrote an on. hour's worth of Jumanji material. <laughs> and then it's going to be Dolphin Tale 2. <laughs> it's going to be Dolphin Tale 2. <laughs> and you're Damn like, <laughs> who's here by accident? Who's here on purpose? Uh, uh, Louis, Louis, could you come in here real quick? Could you finish this show for us? Hey, a lot of applause you want to see Louis Fox instead of my show. Nine out of ten dolphins prefer the Louis Fox show. Uh, so that will be the 27th I'll be doing that. Uh, also, my museum, the Museum of Curious Things, will be at the Whaling Days Festival. Festival from the 27th to the 29th. That's awesome. That's that, a that fun a, gig. It's it's a fun festival. Yeah, and my museum is going to be there, so the come out and check it out. The museum is way cool. It's really, really, really fun. And uh, and then uh, let's see here, July 30th, I'll be doing a library in Portland, Oregon. Nice, yeah, doing it the big bucks, baby. Uh, so I'll be down there on uh, Monday the 30th, and uh, then kicking it, man. So. And That's then a, kicking it? Is that on your schedule? <laughs> I do. I, I actually write kicking it. Library show? <laughs> yeah. Kicking it. My you're agent like, looks at my calendar and she's like, ah, nope, can't book you it. You've hanging out with he's Johnny Crenshaw? It. He's kicking, kicking it. it. <laughs> Smoking <laughs> hookah in his garden. <laughs> hey, folks, of course, we want to thank you so much for listening. Check us out on iTunes. We're now up on Spotify. So, uh, you know, subscribe there. If you can't get us anywhere else, you can get us on the on the website. Um, so with thanks for listening. Tell your friends about us. Subscribe, like us, send Share us stuff. It, tell people. Yeah, send us oh, stuff. Money. Send us stuff. <laughs> I, I'm they, and thanks for Equiano Coffee for sponsoring us. Steve, do you have anything to say to the fine people? No. Okay. And <laughs> thanks so much for listening, folks. Have a great week, and we're out. Bye. Thanks for listening, and stay weird. Today's show is sponsored by Sultry Voices. 
You don't need a therapist. Just get some Barry White in you.